always be flexing superbly. Come on, you gotta got seize the goddamn gap. People are so goddamn inefficient. Oh, goddammit! I don't care if you're old, seize the gap! Welcome to Seize the Gap Fantasy Football, where we help you win your fantasy football leagues by seizing the damn gap so you can stop being so inefficient. I'm Jamie G. Esquire, master of Detroit. Yeah, what up, Detroit? I'm here with Magna Mills, and we're going to break down all of your Week 12 waiver wire options. Now. Thank you, sir. I am Magna Mills, and I am in mourning as Kyle Pitts and Juan Dolly Robinson both put on IR today, so uh, it's been one of those years. Thank you for checking out Seize the Gap. Find us wherever you get your pods by searching for Seize the Gap. Find us on social media at Seize the Gap FF. And you can find our YouTube channel at JoeBlowFootballShow.com. If you could take a second just to comment, like, follow, subscribe, rate, any one of those things. Takes you a couple seconds. Helps us out. Helps people find the show. We appreciate it. Please and thank you. Thank you. Mills, in my humble experience, every single fantasy football league is somehow different. How exactly are we going to help these people win their fantasy football leagues, given that there are so many different types of leagues and setups? Wow, I didn't even know you could say the word humble. I thought it was just when you were trying to you know, go to Bumble and you, you typed an H on the accident. So uh, good for you, kind sir. Yeah, what we're going to do here is just the best we can, basically. There's no way we can customize this to all your leagues. If you're looking for IDP stuff, sorry. I'm actually, I enjoy those leagues, but uh, uh, there are other people who do that better. Otherwise, we should have what you need. We'll start off by talking about waiver wire options for your kind of typical PPR leagues. These are leagues where you start one quarterback, usually 12 teams. You start nine to 10 players, have a five, six man bench. And we're going to give you players who are available in at least 50% of ESPN fantasy football leagues. Towards the end of the show, we'll give some options for those of you in deeper leagues or super flex leagues. Let's start with the quarterbacks here. Is there anybody out there who seems like they'll have value based on uh, being a streaming option coming into this week? Uh, one guy I mentioned last week, Deshaun Watson, same thing. You know the deal. If you don't want to pick him up based on personal choice or whatever, knock yourself out. He's still out there like 70% of ESPN leagues, uh, eligible to return week 13. Obviously been a you know good fantasy quarterback before, so you know I think you pretty much have to pick him up if nothing else. Pick him up so someone else in your league doesn't do so, use him against you. And Jimmy Garoppolo, he's always going to be more of a high floor option, but he's been consistently getting between like 15 and 19 fantasy points a game for the last month. Got a lot of weapons there, and the 49ers have the best remaining schedule for fantasy quarterbacks, so a lot to like about that there. If you're kind of streaming you know week to week trying to find an option jimmy g might not like the world on fire but he could be solid enough for you all this over some jimmy gabagool if you need a starter at quarterback this week i do in fact got a couple of quarterback streaming options who might be available on your waiver wire and i'll start by telling you Derek Carr and the Las Vegas Raiders, they're traveling to Seattle this week. In each of the last three games, Carr has thrown for at least 248 yards and two TDs. I can see him doing it again here, even if it's all to Devontae Adams. I don't care. I still think that that trend continues. Next up, 
is Ryan Tannehill of the Tennessee Titans. He scored at least 19 fantasy points in his last two games, and I think he can keep it going against the Bengals. Rookie wide receiver Traylon Burks looked really, really, really good against the Packers, and the Bengals could force the Titans to throw the ball more than usual. Should be a good matchup this week. Last but certainly not least, we're going to go back to the well with our guy in Atlanta, Marcus Mariota. The Falcons have a decent matchup against the Commanders, and Mariota has scored at least 17 fantasy points in three of his last four games. Pretty solid stats there. I feel like, I don't know, 15 to 18 fantasy points is a fair expectation here for our guy, Marcus Mariota. Mr. Marcus, if you're nasty, that's the quarterback position. Let's move on to everyone's favorite position. That's running back. And I'm going to start right off the top here. I just want to talk about the Baltimore Ravens backfield and the Los Angeles Rams backfield because they are both gigantic messes right now. The Ravens are currently using Kenyon Drake and Justice Hill. They also have Gus Edwards, who will probably be back next week. And J.K. Dobbins could be back in week 13, maybe week 14. So that's going to get even messier. And then you have the Rams, who are basically using Cam Akers, Daryl Henderson, and Kieran Williams right now. For the most part, I would say all of those guys are worthy of owning if you need help at running back, but I wouldn't feel great about starting any one of them, barring some injuries or an announcement from the team like, this is our guy, this is who we're going with, and I wouldn't feel bad about cutting him. So as much as I wouldn't like to say stream a running back, I think all these guys are basically kind of that level. You know, Dobbins is the one maybe I would tuck on the end of my bench and hope that by the kind of the end you get to week 15, 16, he's rounding into form and at least gets maybe 50% of the pie back there for the Ravens. Other than that, I think these guys are interchangeable. Rams could be one of the worst offenses in the league down the stretch here. And, you know, you already it was already hard enough when we did the Ravens three-way thing when they were good a couple of years ago when they did it. So, you know, now their offense isn't even as prolific. So I, I wouldn't go too heavy on any of the running backs from those teams. Uh, let's go to the, everyone else at the running back position. Kansas City just got a little bit easier to discern. Clyde Edwards-Elair went down. It's a high ankle sprain. He's going to miss time. That makes it a pretty straight timeshare between Isaiah Pacheco, Jarek McKinnon. So both of those guys are worth picking up. Broncos cut Melvin Gordon. Chase Edmonds got himself a high ankle sprain. So lo and behold, it's Latavius Murray time. You know, if you're really desperate, go ahead. Tuck Marlon Mack, I guess. But Latavius Murray is the guy you want there. Joe Mixon got a concussion, left the game against the Steelers, did not return. Status for this week is definitely in jeopardy. Samaj P. Ryan scored three touchdowns when he was out. He's one of those obvious handcuff guys, so whether or not you own Mixon, get P. Ryan, you can at least get one good week out of him, if nothing else. James Cook of the Buffalo Bills looked very good, so clearly ahead of Naeem Hines, and it would make sense that the Bills kind of do ease him up as the season has gone along, gradually integrate him into the offense. He looked good. You always want players on these elite offenses. You could see Cook really hit his stride down the stretch for fantasy owners, especially if the Bills try to balance the offense out a little bit more. And then finally, just kind of the weekly thing, Alexander Madison, he's out there. He's a handcuff of Dalvin Cook. If something happens to Cook, Madison is going to be a plug-and-play RB1. Definitely a guy that should be on the back of your bench, if nothing else. You don't want to let another owner have him in case that happens. We have seen Cook get banged up before. Yes, we have. And Christian Watson did his thing again. He's not still out there in some leagues, is he, Mills? There's no way. He's actually, like, we're going to cheat here. He's owned in about 56% of leagues. I would just say, just check your waiver wire. Make sure Christian Watson, Josh Palmer, and George Pickens 
are all already picked up. If any of those three are out there, you definitely want to pick them up. I'd probably rank them Watson, Pickens, Palmer, but it looks like Mike Evans, or excuse me, it looks like Mike Williams did re-aggravate his high ankle sprain for the Chargers. Josh Palmer, star, dropped 35 points against me in one of my leagues I just looked at earlier today. So he could definitely still be a player you can use with Mike Williams out. So again, if any of those guys are out there, they would be at the top of my list. Otherwise, you've got Traylon Burks. He was the other rookie wide receiver in that Thursday night football game for the Titans, looking very good, and he should be the focal point of their passing game. I love you, Bobby Trees, but you're looking pretty dusty. Ditto Austin Hooper. It's Derrick Henry and question mark out there, and you know Traylon Burks just put the question mark up on his cape. Uh, then you've got Donovan Peoples-Jones. He's had a couple of nice games for the Browns very quietly this year. You know, maybe it's a rare thing where he has a connection with Brissett and the switch to Watson will hurt him. But if Watson really does kind of unlock that offensive play to his potential, Peoples Jones has always been one of those amazing like DK Metcalf physical specimen guys. So, yeah, a lot to like there. At least pick him up. You know, good boomer bus guy if you're in a jam somewhere with a buy or something like that. Darius Slayton is now after the Juan Dolly Robinson injury, the undisputed wide receiver one for the Giants. So it is what it is. He's he's not bad. I don't know if he's going to be able to you know handle the kind of attention he's going to get as the number one wideout. But hey, you, you know I like him enough. Definitely pick him up, even if you feel kind of you know not great about starting a Giants wide receiver. And finally, Paris Campbell, another guy I like coming out of college. Really had a few wasted years with injuries and whatnot. He is basically the safety blanket for Matt Ryan, running a lot of those short routes out of the slot, you know, piling up the points of PPR leagues, found the end zone a couple of times, stealing all those targets from Jonathan Taylor. But it is what it is. As long as Matt Ryan's a quarterback there, you know, he's a solid enough wide receiver three in PPR leagues. You know, everyone always loves this position. It's the most sought-after position in all of fantasy football. Any tight ends out there as potential long-term ads this week? Well, I mean, you got Jay. Oh, I thought, okay, I was so sure you're going to say kickers. This is, you know, when you started talking about the most important position. So, you know, whatever McPherson goes ahead and drops an 18 on you, like, oh, yeah. You know, if, if you were playing against it, one of those people who started Evan McPherson and the Patriots defense last week, I'm, I'm sorry it didn't work out so well for you. Uh, tight end, one guy I mentioned last week, same again, Greg Dulcich of the Denver Broncos. Even if Jerry Judy returns, Dulcich has slowed down a little bit here the past couple of weeks, but I can see him getting involved again at some point. And the tight end position is such a wasteland, especially now you've got the Goddard injury. You've got the Kyle Pitts injury. Gerald Everett's banged up. They're dropping like flies, and it wasn't like there was a lot of them to begin with. And finally, a Juwana man, Juwan Johnson of the New Orleans Saints. He's scored at least 12 points in PPR leagues in four of his last five games. Scored touchdowns in three straight with five touchdowns over the last five games. He's got the connection with Andy Dalton. As long as Dalton's slinging the ball back there, I think you can go ahead and plug him in there. And if you need a tight end just for week 12, don't fret. I've got three potential streaming options for you. First up, I'm going to cheat a bit here, Mills, but my first option is my guy, Dawson Knox of the Buffalo Bills. He's out there in a surprising number of leagues, having a little bit of a down year this year. He's got one of the best possible matchups for a tight end as he'll be going up against the Detroit Lions. His usage and production have been steadily trending up the last couple of weeks here, and I think that continues this week on Turkey Day in Detroit. Dawson Knox is finding the end zone on Turkey Day. Mark it down, baby. Next, I'm going back. And it's a little scary, 
but I've been there before. I'm going back to the island of Foster Moreau. The Raiders are traveling to Seattle to take on the Seahawks, and the Seahawks are far and away the best possible matchup for fantasy tight ends. Given that the Raiders have almost nothing, and I mean literally nothing, behind Devontae Adams, I like Moreau a lot this week. I think it's a really solid streaming option. Finally, last but not least, just because we can, let's go back to the well with Evan Ingram. I mean, shit, the Jaguars are at home, coming off a bye. They're against the Ravens. The matchup is eh, pretty neutral, I guess, but safety Kyle Hamilton could be out for the Ravens, which absolutely works in Ingram's favor. Either way, I like him to find the end zone this week. It's the Evan Ingram effect. What are we going to do, Mills? The Evan Ingram effect definitely sounds like the name of kind of like a like a fat boy slim type of a band or something like that. So uh, that was a good one there. And, and I don't know if anyone's old enough to remember Lassie, but it was old. I think the family guy's probably done it. It'll be the thing where the dog, like Lassie, comes up to the kid and starts barking. It's like, oh, oh what, Lassie? Oh, uh, Timmy? Timmy's trapped in the well? If us, it'd be like, oh, Evan, Evan Ingram, he's trapped in the well. Because we do keep going back to that well. But, you know, it is what it is. And uh, Jamie G, you know. You butter, man. Uh, give us a couple of DSD streaming options for Week 12. Well, I am on a roll, but remember, I'm the master of Detroit, not the master of dinner. I'm just an assistant professor of dinner, just so you know. I've got three DST, defense special team options, that you can use in Week 12 that might be out there on your waiver wire, so pay attention. First up, let's start by picking on the usual suspects, the Denver Broncos. They're traveling to face the Carolina Panthers. We don't know if the Panthers will start Baker Mayfield or Sam Darnold or somebody they saw at the 7-Eleven. Either way, it's wheels up for the Denver defense, and I like them in this position. Second off here, we picked on the Panthers, so why shouldn't we also pick on the Texans? The Miami Dolphins are at home against Houston. At this point, it's pretty much safe to stream any defense special teams against the Texans. It's turned into kind of the jet rule and, and survivor of the years past. Like, this is a good play. Third, okay, last but not least, give me a little Pittsburgh Steelers. Defense special teams traveling to Indy, face the Colts. Matt Ryan, he definitely has looked better since my guy Jeff Saturday took over. But there are plenty of sacks to be had here. At the minimum, the Steelers' defense is getting healthier, and they've also got a nice Week 13 matchup coming up against the Falcons. And make no mistake, the impact of one dominant player like T.J. Watt makes the entire unit better. This defense is in for a good run here for the next two weeks. Yeah, and especially considering uh... – Mika Fitzpatrick might actually be a mutant. Like he had like an appendectomy and it was like, cause I actually had him on an IDP league and it's like, Oh man, he's probably gonna be on IR. Like it was, Oh, he's going to miss like four to six weeks. Oh, he was back out there this week, man. Uh, yeah, I definitely like that. I think teams coming together there. There's some good streaming options. Now let's move on to the part of the show where if you've been sitting here saying all those guys are already owned in my league, this is for you. This is for people in deeper leagues and super flex leagues. And note that these guys won't be available in every single league, but they should be out there on a lot of waiver wires, even in some deep leagues. You know, it'll vary a little bit depending on some of the, the, the guys and whatnot, but you got to try. And we'll start the quarterback position. You got the Rams fair at the top, John Wolford, Bryce Perkins. I would not surprise me one bit for Matthew Stafford to be done for the season. So again, every starting quarterback should be owned in Superflex league. 
And Sam Darnold might be starting for the Panthers. He probably will start at least one more game this year. So, again, pick him up, put him on your bench. Tyler Huntley is Lamar Jackson's backup in Baltimore. I'm not thinking Jackson would get benched, but he is one of the higher-end backups in the league because of his rushing upside. So, especially if you own Jackson, I think I would literally handcuff him at this point just in case. Desmond Ritter isn't going to start for the Falcons until they are out of contention, so it might not happen this year, but I am pretty sure basically the moment they are mathematically eliminated, he'll be out there for the Falcons, so I still like adding him to your bench. Trevor Simeon is the backup to Justin Fields in Chicago. Fields separated his non-throwing shoulder. He's currently day-to-day, but the Bears have refused to rule out the possibility of this being a season-ending injury, so again, every starting quarterback should be owned, even if they're on the Jets. Robert Taylor refused to commit to Zach Wilson being the starter next week. That makes Mike White or Joe Flacco next man up there. Moving on to the running back position. A lot of handcuffs here for the most part. You have Matt Breda, who's the Saquon Barkley handcuff. Dontrell Hilliard, who's the Derrick Henry handcuff. Justin Jackson, who's currently in a little bit of a three-way going on up there in Detroit. Chuba Hubbard, who is the handcuff to Dante Foreman. Isaiah Spiller, who is the handcuff to Austin Eckler. Then you have Jalen Warren, who I still like quite a bit, but Najee had a good game. Warren left the game with a hamstring injury, didn't return, so that kills his buzz a little bit. Treston Ebner is now currently the running back two over in Chicago with Khalil Herbert on IR. And Zach Moss got in there for the Colts this week. Considering they did trade for him, I would expect him to wind up being Jonathan Taylor's primary backup at some point here. Moving on to wide receiver, Demarcus Robinson is the latest guy to be the wide receiver one for the Ravens, I doubt it continues, but in a deeper league, at least pick him up. You know, what the hell? Jarvis Landry finally found the end zone for the Saints. He could be a playable wide receiver three in PPR leagues down the stretch with Dalton at quarterback. Rookie Sky Moore finally came through for the Chiefs after Kadarius Tony went out on the first play of the game. A little bit salty about that, but nice to see Moore finally do something. Terrace Marshall was the best Panthers wide receiver against the Ravens. That's kind of like damning with faint praise, but I do like the talent enough that I think he should be picked up. Nico Collins is right now the best wide receiver on the Texans. They're not playing Brandon Cooks full-time. Really like his talent, so go out at Nico Collins if he's out there. David Bell has had the two best games of his rookie career the last two weeks. Again, if they kind of expand the, the passing tree here a bit when they go to make the move to Deshaun Watson, Bell's a guy I like. Keep an eye on him. Jahan Dotson is back for the Commanders. They're probably going to continue to be a low-volume passing offense with Tyler Heineke, but I really like his talent. Got a knack for the end zone. I have to mention him, Odell Beckham Jr. It is what it is. I think it's highly unlikely he makes a big fantasy impact, but there is a chance he could be useful in Week 16, Week 17, something like that. So if nothing else, maybe you're playing defense. Keep him from getting picked up by one of your rival teams because it is likely he's going to land on a good offense if nothing else. DJ Chark made his return for the Lions. Didn't do much. Only played like 12 snaps through one target. Like the tail, and he's a nice Bob guy. He can, you know, score a random long touchdown for you. And Isaiah McKenzie, same kind of thing for the Bills. He's running as the wide receiver three. Hasn't done much, but then, you know, it's going to happen at some point. He's going to pop off with like a 100-yard touchdown or a two-touchdown game or something. So it is coming. There's just going to be some duds along the way. That's why he's a Bob, a boomer bus guy. Finally, a tight end. You got rookie tight end. Trey McBride for the Cardinals, replacing Zach Ertz at the moment. Mark Andrews returned for the Ravens, but I still think Isaiah likely should be owned in deeper leagues just in case Andrews misses more time. 
Dallas Goddard's out for the Eagles. I'm avoiding all their tight ends for the most part, but I would add former quarterback Tyree Jackson. The team really likes him a lot. Jackson has really struggled with injuries, but looked really good in his limited playing time and a training camp and whatnot. So again, deep league, you could do worse. JBG mentioned Foster Moreau. Who knows if Waller's coming back at this point. Raiders' schedule isn't the greatest, but I like Eddie Moreau. And finally, Logan Thomas finally did a little bit something for the Commanders. You, know, you can say, yeah, maybe it was, you know, it's just the Texans or whatever, but he's had some success before. So, again, if nothing else, I got to give you a little bit of depth at tight end because tight end sucks. In order to add players, we have to make room on our roster. I know you might think I'm the mathematician, but I'm not. Who are we dropping this week? Dropping like they hot. Yeah, dude, you uh, might have high hopes for a player. I had high hopes for a lot of players this year, but we need to stop being so inefficient. That means we need to cut the dead weight. I'll give you some players who you can cut who are owned at least 40% of ESPN leagues. All right, we'll start with a big name, work our way down. We've got Aaron Rodgers, Russell Wilson, Melvin Gordon, A.J. Dillon, Michael Carter, James Robinson, Clyde Edwards Hilaire. Chase Edmonds, Brian Robinson, Khalil Herbert, Naeem Hines, Cooper Cup, one hurts, DJ Moore, Deontay Johnson, yep, definitely still hurting, Adam Thielen, Brandon Cooks, Chase Claypool, Marquez Valdez Cantlink, Michael Gallup, Robert Woods, Kyle Pitts, okay, my heart skipped a beat, all right, I'm back, Darren Waller, Zach Gertz, and Mike Gesicki, icky, 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 icky. We uh, the old Gasicki Dicky dude. Uh, look, man, that's a big list, and we appreciate you checking out Seize the Gap. We're here each and every week to help you take home that trophy and that cold, hard cash money. And to do that, you need to seize the gap and stop. Just stop being so inefficient. Thanks again for listening and or watching. Please remember to do the like and subscribe thing. Do it right now. I'll wait for you. All right. We really appreciate it. It helps other people find our show. And Mills, I don't know. What did I do here? Did I, did I see the gap or am I still being so damn inefficient? You are still probably trying to cross over four lanes of 95 to get to the, the exit to, to the merge or what have you. But, right. you know, you're not from around here. I, I can tell by your license plate. So I guess it is what it is. Yeah, you did pretty solid overall, dude. Just remember, you got to tell people you, you find us wherever you your pods by searching for Seize the Gap. You can find us on the social media at FF. find the YouTube channel at JoeBlowFootballShow.com, and that's pretty much it. So on behalf of myself, Magna Mills, and him, Jamie G, I don't care if you're old. You need to seize the gap. Check back this weekend for our Week 12 update. We'll see you then. Happy Gobble Gobble. Happy Gobble Gobble. This has been Seize the Gap Fantasy Football. The views expressed here are those of the hosts alone and do not represent those of any other entity, individual, or organization. All team names and logos are copyrighted by the NFL and their respective teams. Thanks again for checking us out. Come back next time and we'll continue to help you to seize the gap and stop being so inefficient. Good luck to you and all of your teams. Who's that? nobody. I said, who's that? I said, nobody.